Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback stacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What team's got traction? Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric, and I'm always joined by my co host, Ron. What a run. What's going on? In today's show, we're going to discuss and debate the team review for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to give you just a quick heads up of what the agenda is. We're going to talk about last year and the playoff loss. Then we're going to go into the roster grades, followed by the single game predictions. And then if we have time, we'll talk about a little bit about the outcome of this year as a whole. So let me just start off, Ron. Last year, this team went 13 and 14. They won the division and then they lost in the uh, NFC conference game? Divisional round. Divisional round to the Rams. So was last year, what do you think? It was successful or not? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they were one game away from the Super Bowl. I had them beating the Rams. Uh, I think I had more faith in them. Um, Or I should say, I didn't have faith in the Rams until we got closer to the end of the season. And I saw how they were playing. And then it got in the playoffs and they were clicking. And I, you know, that's when I, I thought, okay, no, this team is really good. And they can beat, they can beat the Bucks. And that's, you know, that. It was a close game. The final score was uh, 30 to 27. Bucks had a, a really good season uh, last year. Uh, you know, for them, it probably they wouldn't look at it as a success because it's uh, Super Bowl or bust. But for the most part, you know, like you, like you said, they they won 13 games. Most teams would would die to get 13 wins. Yeah, I think if you compare it to the rest of the league, they had a successful season. Of course, they wanted to win the Super Bowl. They had their Rams had home field advantage, but I think that they would have rather they would have rather have played all the games at home, right? Because they lost to the Rams at home. So if they would have won against the Rams, then they would have hosted the conference game, right? Yeah. So I think that it was successful to us. But to them, I think they wanted more. So let's just get into the roster grades. For quarterbacks, we both gave them a B. But let's talk for a moment about the elephant in the room here. Where where in the world is Tom Brady or Carmen Sandiego? I mean, Tom Brady. He's, like, he's, he's back today. I don't know if you saw that. He's back today? Yeah. So he returned back to practice. But that was the question, right? All over the weekend, you know, part of last week is... Where he, where was he exactly? And there were tons of speculation um, about him potentially retiring, um, about him being on the Masked Singer. <laughs> I was even speculating maybe he's getting a divorce, and that's what you know. That's that's he's dealing with that right now, and he's trying to salvage his relationship. Um, but you know, they I think there was something out yesterday or today that uh, you know he had a, a pre-scheduled family commitment. I think is how it was phrased. Uh, so this, you know, these dates were always, they, you know, it was known that he was going to be out for a period of time during the uh, preseason. So they danced around the, the the Tampa Bay Bucks PR department danced around this question. If if he didn't have seven Super Bowl wings and uh, it wasn't Tom Brady, the GOAT, would this fly with any other player? Mm. Let's, say, let's say Aaron Rodgers a, pulled this. A day or two, maybe. But to, to not have a known definitive date when you're coming back, and it didn't seem like Todd Todd Bowles really had a definitive date. They, you know, he was saying it's going to be sometime this week. And I heard it was early this week. 
um, and it turned out to be today. Um, I don't think you know he, any other quarterback would have been able to get away with that in the uh, preseason, even Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think that he's he's special special in the way that only Tom Brady would be allowed to do this. So last year you graded him a B, and this year you graded him a B. Last year I graded him an A, and this year I'm grading him a B. So you're saying put, you're going to grade the quarterbacks a B. Yeah, uh, I think the exact same roster, right? Uh, Trask, and I forgot who the other quarterback is, but... Uh, they still, do they, they get rid of Blaine, Blaine Gra- Gabbett? Or he's still there. He's still there? So basically the same crew. Same crew. Uh, so no change for me. I think, you know, at, collectively, I think they're a solid B. Obviously Brady is the GOAT, like you said. He's uh, probably in the, I don't know if he's in the top five anymore himself, but um, obviously he's, he's uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. And, um, you know, barring any injury, you know, that they he should be able to, like, carry the team along this year. I downgraded it from an A to a B only because that playoff game against the Rams, I think Brady could have played better. I think he played horrible the first half, and then he played outstanding in the second half. But that was only that was the only real reason why I downgraded. I think that if he plays the same way as he did 2021, they're gonna be right back where they are. Right? They're gonna win 13, 14 games, and yeah, that's really the only reason why I downgraded. Well, and we'll get to our predictions this year. I I don't know if they're getting to 13 wins. Um, regardless of how he performs. I think he needs to have a hunt like MVP type performance to get them to 13 wins. I think there's, you know, the team for the most part is the same, but, and we'll get to offensive line in a minute, but there's some deficits uh, there uh, for sure. Okay, you graded in the same wide receivers. You gave him A last year, A this year. Same here, I gave him A last year and A this year. So what do you like about this group? Arguably the best receiving group in the NFL. Evans is the most underrated receiver, I think, in the league. Um, and then God, Chris Godwin is, is, he's a beast, you know. And even without not having, uh, like, A.B., you know, I think the receivers behind Godwin, like Tyler Johnson, Russell Gage, he's got some good options at receiver. So they're not short of receivers at all. Well, they got Russell Gage to basically replace A.B. They got him from Atlanta. That was kind of a steal. And when I looked at his stats with Atlanta, he didn't score a lot of touchdowns, but he was a reception machine. But I think with Brady, his touchdowns should go up. He's listed as questionable for game one, but I think that that's the best That's the best receiving core right there. I mean, you're talking about Mike Evans, Godwin, Gage, Julio Jones, which we both agree that if he stays healthy, he's a machine. But if he doesn't, it was not a steal. I know he signed with like heavy incentives in that contract. Yeah, I, I don't know what to, how much of a impact he's going to have. That's why I mentioned Russell Gage before him. Um, you know, Tyler Johnson. We'll see because what you saw last year, and you know, in, in talking to some uh, fans, uh, Titans fans, it was more so with Julio, just him not knowing the playbook, not being familiar with it. We'll see what sort of what he he's able to do with with the Bucks. So we 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 both think that they have a good receiving core, probably the best in the league. Uh, running backs, the same for you. B 
last year and this year with me the same c c this year so was there not a change for you why did you grade them the same i actually downgraded them so i gave them a c you gave it to c okay yeah. so i downgraded them to a c and it's because of uh running back depth so they lost ronald jones uh jr uh, I forgot what team he's on now, and, you know, but and they didn't use him as much as I thought they should last year, but he was a good running back. And now they have, I mean, they have Keyshawn Vaughn, who's a decent back, and Rasheed White, I think they drafted this year. Uh, and then uh, Bernard is their third down back. I think it's okay. Fournette is at, obviously the bell cow. He can do it all. Um, he's a three down, you know, every down back. So a lot is going to be placed on his shoulders. I, I'm... I downgraded a little bit to C, which I think is average uh, for the most part because of the depth behind Fournette. Yeah, I think I think they're receiving the running back core. It doesn't wow me. Um, Keyshawn Vaughn, I guess you know he's someone the same as Ronald Jones to me. Richard Why we still haven't seen, and Giov- Giovanni Bernard is still questionable right now. I guess he's a cat they're receiving. Bring back. Are you at all, Ron, worried about this whole Leonard Fournette being out of shape? No. No, not at all. No. No, I don't think you need to be in shape, you know, when you get into camp. I think it's, I think you need to make sure you're healthy enough to compete and not have an injury, but you're going to get in shape. They're, they're professional athletes. You are only shape. in 30 days, though, because you, you have 30 days, really. They shortened the, the preseason to three games. So if you don't show up in game shape. No, you can get in shape. In three weeks? Three weeks. Okay. Uh, it's just, and you know, there's different types of in shape. There's, you know, uh, there's the football shape. That's what I'm talking specifically. You know, whether or not he cuts down all the weight, you know, by week one, I don't know. But he'll be uh, fully conditioned by week one not concerned at all with that okay the tight ends you gave them b i actually went from a b to a c i downgraded them what do you like about the tight end that you didn't think it needed to be changed uh, i actually gave the tight ends i downgraded so we, remember we mirrored everything except for uh linebackers so i have them as a c i'm gonna close out of this so uh, just so we can get the update but i downgraded them from a b to a c this year because they lost I mean, they lost uh, O.J. Howard. They lost Gronk. Those are huge losses. Um, and they still have Cameron Bray. Kyle Rudolph, I think, is the uh, second mm-hmm. uh, tight end. I don't know what you – he hasn't done much for, like, the past – I don't think he's broken, in like, 500 yards in, like, four seasons or something like that. So he's nothing special. I do like Bray. I think Bray is, is a good tight end. But I downgraded them to – see i didn't want to go any lower than that yeah kyle rudolph i think he was with the giants last year and again he was hit with the injury bug and the year before that with minnesota i think he was minnesota buffalo i'm not sure but again the injury bug so he just can't stay healthy and on the field i don't know if that's how that's gonna affect the tampa bay bugs as far as like how reliable he'll be cameron bray doesn't I think he's, you know, he's definitely average, so I'm not going to give him a great up because of that. This is the one that we are kind of concerned about. Offensive line, you went from a B to a C. 
I went from a B to a D. Ron, what's concerning you about this offensive line? Uh, health. Uh, they've had the number of players go out. Uh, they, they lost, uh, I forgot who it was now, uh, to retirement. So um, this is almost a whole entirely new offensive line besides, uh, I think, Tristan Wirfs uh, and Shaq Mason, if I'm not mistaken. But they got a lot of new players, and it seems like every week one of their linemen's going down, um, which isn't good. So I think they're on their third center, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I think I think you're hitting on the nail where I think Tristan is the only one because Shaq Mason was with the Patriots last year. Uh, so they lost Aaron Stinney injury, injury, Jonathan Hubbard injury, Jensen out week nine. They expect him to come back. So basically, who are they trotting out there? <laughs> I have no clue. And what's and that's why Brady not being there is concerning because you would think. He needs to be there to get some chemistry um, with the offensive line, make sure they're held accountable. Um, him not being there is scary. And I haven't, I'll, you know, I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched a lot of preseason, uh, Bucks preseason games, so I haven't really been able to tell uh, how well uh, they're doing. Um, I'm sure it's better than the Steelers. But, you know, I, I think those, those are a lot of people to lose in one year. So... I, I think you're. I think you. I would imagine you're going to see um, some more struggles in pass protection in running the ball. Uh, it's going to be much more of a challenge to to score this year. So you don't think in in three weeks, two weeks, maybe even less than that, they can pull it together by week one? By week one, no. I think it offensive line to build like unity. It's it's, it's like a week six, seven, eight. Yeah, so I went from a D for all those same reasons that we just talked about. They just, it's a revamp line. Jensen was like the glue into that line. They lost him. So, yeah, I think that's, it's going to be, it's going to be some time for them to gel. Moving on to the defense. So we graded them all the same except for the linebackers. What did you give the linebacker? So I, I gave him an A. I gave him an A last year. Um, you know, and I think I think they're all back as well. So the linebackers are studs. Um, it, we don't. Devin, Devin White's probably the arguably the best linebacker in the league. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time with him. Levante David is. I think he just had shot three shy of a hundred tackles last year um, as the other in, uh, inside linebacker. Um, Shaquille Barrett. You know, uh, I think he got double digits last year, but. A couple years ago, he had close to 20 sacks, and he was threatening the uh, record. So if he can return to that form in terms of a pass rush at outside linebacker, um, you know, that's that's going to be huge as well. So um, they probably have arguably, again, you know, receiver and linebacking positions are arguably the top in the, in the league. Yeah, I like this defense a lot, and the fact that they – made the defensive coordinator the coach it's even i even like him even more i didn't give them an a only because when i watched them throughout the year it looked like there was some games with their not the games not that they took the whole game off but it took like maybe a half for them to get going it was kind of a weird thing 
I mean, they allowed a lot of points, even though they shut down people when they needed to. Um, yeah, so I, overall, there's nothing in the defense really concerns me. What about you, Ron? Not really. Um, I think they're a great defense. Um, we'll see. I think last year you talked about them giving up a lot of points. They had a lot of injuries, especially in their secondary. So they, most all of those guys are back uh, this year. Um, they drafted a couple uh, defensive backs as well, uh, including one I wanted, uh, Zion McCollum. I don't know how he's played again. I haven't really taken too much attention to their preseason games, but that, that's one kid that I was hoping the Steelers would, would pick up. So their secondary is, is above average. Um, so, you know, I think they're a solid B. I don't think they're necessarily the best secondary. Uh, but if they can return to form again from two years ago and stay healthy, um, that whole entire defense, um, secondary, D-line, linebackers, uh, they're going to finish in the, within the top five to me. Yeah, they, they averaged about 21 points a game last year. They were fifth. So that's why I didn't give them an A. I give them a B, but not an A. I think that they could have done a lot better than fifth. But then they had a high-scoring offense. Talking about 30, 30 points a game. Second out of the 32. So, yeah, I mean, the defense, I think that it could have been a lot better. But as you mentioned, they had a ton of injuries. I mean, who they had, uh, what's his name out there in the secondary? And he was retired. Uh, he played for Seattle for a long time. Uh, what's his name? I, I can't remember his name, but... They were just whatever. They were just picking people off the streets. They were like, do you want to pay secondary for us? Because we are like in a deep, deep, deep hole. Let's move on to kicking special team. Kickers, we both ranked them as a B. Returners, you went from a B to a C. I also graded them a C. Who did they lose? Why did you grade them down? Um, I don't know if, if I'm trying to remember if they lost anyone. From last year, I think they had Jalen Darden returning last year as well, um, if I'm not mistaken. I, you know, and I they just, are doing it again this year. He wasn't. He has not been as impressive as I thought he would be. I was really hyped about him uh, coming into the league, um, and he seems like he's having. Obviously, he's having issues cracking the, the roster, um, starting roster, because there's studs in front of him the receiver position, but. I just, you know, I was hoping for more in special teams, and I haven't seen it yet, so... He didn't do a lot last year. He played nine games. He returned it 359 yards on kickoffs, 142 on punts, but he didn't take it to the house either on punts or kickoffs. He didn't fumble the ball, though. Well, he didn't fumble the ball on kickoffs, but on punts, mm, I don't know. I think he did fumble the ball with them punts. Let me just check. No, he just had 19 fair catches. So he didn't he didn't fumble, fumble the ball. So you like you said, he was serviceable, but he didn't wow you, right? Yeah. 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 I expected him to come in and wow me. I just, uh, you know, based on just what I saw in college, I thought he'd be extremely dynamic, and I just didn't see that. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll see what happens this year. But I downgraded the B to C. But we're on this all aligned. Uh, in terms of our roster score for the uh, special teams position. In fact, I think we're aligned on every single position except for linebacker. That's the only place we 
um, at a different green. I think he changed you know, the position to a three. Uh, yeah, the offensive line, I went to a D because I, I just think that they're going to have some issues there. All right, so let's go into the schedule because I think this is where it's going to determine. Let's go with game one, Sunday, September 11th at Dallas. Ron, you gave him an L. I actually gave him a W. Ron, you think that they're going to lose this game? Why? Dallas is okay, team. I don't think they're a uh, great, great team. Uh, this game is on the road, though. Brady hasn't been there till today. We just talked about the offensive line um, being all new. It's tough to see them, in, you know, as good as their defense is. Uh, I know Mike Evans has a little hamstring thing going on, but I think he'll be ready by week one. It's still going to be tough. Uh, for them to go into Dallas and come out with a win. I, I see that being a trend, by the way, um, the entire year, the offensive line, giving them some some issues this year. So let's talk about Dallas, because I actually gave them a win because Dallas doesn't really impress me. I think Dallas might be the second the second best team on the uh, NFC East. Like she, Like you said, I think the offensive line is going to be an issue for them but i think they'll figure it out i don't know you think they'll figure it out week one yeah because i think they play indianapolis on the 27th i don't think brady do you think brady will play in that game it's a preseason game on the 27th so i think they'll trot out trask out there like they did this past week they'll put their offensive line to the test and see what works because i think byron leftwich knows exactly what we're talking about he's like this offensive line is crap i need to have brady upright so i don't see a lot of deep passes with this offensive line i see a lot of digs and dunks i see a lot of leonard Fournette getting a five-year pass i just don't see i think the game plan is going to change based on what the offensive line can give you and i think that this is going to be a closed game, but I think that they'll they'll pull it off. I think that the game plan is going to change. You're not going to see as much deep passing because it takes a lot to develop, but I think the game plan is going to change. And Dallas doesn't, I think, I think Bucks are better than Dallas. Do you think that or no? Do you think that it's going to be so much of an issue that they're going to lose against Dallas? Yeah. I think it's going to take some time for the team to get on a good streak. I think they're going to start off slow, and we'll go through the other games in a minute. Uh, but I think they start off slow. Not having Brady there, I don't care what the issue, you know, what his personal issue was, but not having him there, not playing, not that he would have played anyways, he typically doesn't play. Having a completely rebuilt offensive line, you know, and then not having Ronald Jones to give, you know, how, how, how much do you trust the backup running backs? I, I don't know. I just think it's gonna it's it's gonna be tough. I think that that's the type of game I could see Parsons having like three or four sacks and just destroying the Bucks so wide. So did did Leonard Fournette sign a one year or a two year deal? I think he I think he did one year again. I'm not I can't quote me on that, but I I think he still wants that long term deal. I I know that it's he's like twenty eight, twenty seven now, right? Late twenties, uh, maybe. Yeah, I think so. And I, I don't think any running back is getting long-term deals anymore. Yeah. So, okay, it's week two, Sunday, September eighteenth, at New Orleans. 
You gave him an L. I gave him a W. Ron, why did you give him an L? If anyone knows the Bucks, it's that the Saints owe them. Uh, and, you know, they got swept last year. The year before that, they may have split. But New Orleans owns the Bucks. Now, I'll say this. I saw something today. I, I don't have the full story, but it's... it's it looks like Kamara is headed for a six-game suspension, potentially, for his involvement with the, uh, the fight that he had this offseason. So I don't know if he's going to be playing. Having said that, there's just something with the Saints, their defense, that the Bucks have not been able to figure out. That's just a team that has their number. If you go back to like four or five years, I mentioned this last year when we did our podcast, they're winning, Saints are winning like 80% of the games. They just have their number for whatever, you know, what, what the reason is, I, I don't know. See, I give them a W because, number one, the Saints have a new head coach. I know it's the defensive coordinator, but it's new head coach. They have a new quarterback. Who's their quarterback now? It's Jameis. He's back. He's back? Okay, so they don't have a new quarterback, but is he the same QB as he was before, though? I don't know. I don't know who the, who's going to be calling the plays. Is the same offensive coordinator? Uh, I don't know. Well, it was Sean Payne anyways calling the plays. So it didn't really matter. But I just feel like this is going to be a close game. I think that by then, if they haven't figured out the offensive line, I think there's going to be like a lot of, like, you know, it's going to be very difficult what I'm saying is to win this game. But I think they can pull it out. They can pull it out. I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this one up for grabs. Maybe at the end I'll change my mind. But let's go to game number three. Sunday, September 25th. Green Bay comes into town. We gave him a W. I gave him a W. So Ron, you don't believe in Aaron Rodgers? Then it's not so much him. Um, it's the I. You know, I need to see their rookie uh, and not just rookie but their receivers as a whole um, they got some young guys uh, that Aaron's throwing to he, uh, last week he blasted them publicly saying that they haven't been performing they're making some mental mistakes uh, I think today he actually came out and gave them some praise which is good but you know I, I guess I just need to see it, it, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. I get that part. You know, it's just, it's uh, it's a big loss uh, to lose uh, Adams. I think that's going to have a huge impact on them. They're a great running team, but unfortunately, the Bucks. unfortunately for them, the Bucks is a great run-defending team. Um, so if the Bucks are able to neutralize that, and you're counting on just these new receivers to beat you, that's going to be tough. You know, and... and with this being their first, the Bucks' first home game, uh, potentially coming off two losses is what I had them. You know, it's a, basically a must-win for the Bucks. Yeah, I have them with a W. I'm not buying this whole like we have a great defense, therefore we're gonna. I think that defense will work against Chicago, Minnesota, and Detroit. I don't think it's gonna work against other teams, and this is. This is the this is the year that Aaron Rodgers has to show us that he's the reason why all these receivers are great. So I think the Bucks defense is gonna be too good for them when uh, they play at home. Game number four, Sunday, October second. This is a Sunday night game. Kansas City comes into town. You don't think they're good enough for the win? 
I don't think so either. Is Kansas City going to be too much for the Bucks? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I think Mahomes has looked extremely impressive. He's playing, by the way, in the preseason and has played. They got new receivers there. Uh, you know, Juju, Skyborn, some other guys. Um, doesn't seem to matter who they throw out there, to be honest with you. He's able to elevate all of them. Um, and, you know, I think Kansas City is arguably the top two or three teams in the uh, AFC. Um, so, I, you know, I see them taking the loss here. The Bucks taking the loss. I see them taking a loss only because if you look at their previous quarterback play, you know, talking about Dallas with Dak, New Orleans with Winston, and Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. This is like the A one of quarterbacks, right? Mahomes. So I, I don't, I don't think that the uh, Bucks defense is ready for. And I don't know if Brady's gonna take this personal, but I don't see them pulling out a win. Even is it is a home game. Game number five, Sunday. Before you go to game five, so let's circle back on these first four games. Yeah. So right now I have them three and one. You have them. I, I'm sorry. I have one and three. You have them three, three and one. one. Yep. These are not. This is probably. This could be the toughest first four games any team faces in terms of like So on the road to Dallas, on New Orleans, which on paper you might have New Orleans, but you know again. They have the Bucks number for whatever reason, and then Green Bay and Kansas City. I, you know, I'm saying one and three. It would not shock me if they're zero and four to start the season. See, I, I have a history with Todd Bowles, and he when he was with the Jets, they played really, really well. I mean, he had them focused. That defense was a a really good, really good defense, and they gave Tom Brady fits when he played and when we played the Jets. And I think that he's gonna have this defense ready for these, you know, these quarterbacks. I don't I think that he's a good game plan. And the fact that he's the head coach now. Cause I think last year when they had Bruce Arians as the head coach, I don't think that they were focused. I think they lacked focus. And I think with Todd Bowles, I do see them, you know, winning these games in a battle and I think that most of the time he's going to be like listen if you don't perform and I and I think that by game four game five we should know what the injury is plaguing them because I feel like every year they always get injury plagued so you know this is I do agree with you that this is going to be a tough four games but this is going to determine what kind of team they are so I, I, I don't know we, we're both flip-flopping, right? You give them three losses, I give them three wins. So we'll see We'll see what happens. Game number five, October 9th, uh, Atlanta comes into town. You gave them a W, I gave them a W. Do you not trust Mariota and Arthur Smith at all? No. Uh, it's not that I don't trust Mariota. I, I like Mariota. Uh, he, yeah, he's actually a pretty good quarterback, but... That team is in a complete rebuild right now. Um, they got some weapons at receiver and tight end now, um, but they're they. This to me is like if the Bucks are anything, if they're a winning team, playoff team, they gotta they gotta you know beat the brakes off Atlanta. They should be able to do that pretty easily. 
I mean, this is a stretch where we both have them winning. We have them winning against Atlanta, against Pittsburgh, and against Carolina. So I, I changed my Pittsburgh. Oh, you you, you have them winning. You haven't losing that game. Wow, you are really excited about your team. I am. Why? Why did you think they're gonna lose against Pittsburgh? I am extremely impressed with Pittsburgh's outside of the offensive line. Um, which has been atrocious. I'm extremely impressed by their offense this year. Gone are the days where we have a quarterback who is just basically a statue in the backfield. Um, between Mitch and Kenny Pickett, those guys are so mobile. They can extend plays, and they're able to, to get the ball downfield. And I honestly think, as talking about the uh, the Bucks receivers. I, th- I think uh, the Steelers receivers are actually better. To be, to be honest with you, I think the Steelers receivers are really good, especially if you include the tight end position. Um, and I think Pittsburgh, again, on the road for Tampa, it's a tough place to go into. Brady's obviously an experienced quarterback. But again, new line, TJ Watt. TJ Watt's going to have Day, I think against that, that yeah, I give him a W because I think that defense against that O-line for Pittsburgh is just too much. This could be a low-scoring game, but I still handed them a win. Again, if your quarterback is on the ground, you're not going to win a lot of games. And Pittsburgh is almost the same thing across. Same thing with the Bucks. same thing with the Patriots. They just flip off in the O-line. They, they haven't gelled together yet. At, this is game six, so maybe they, by that time they will, but I just think that the Bucks defense... The Bucks have the best defense in the AFC. I think the AFC, the defense, Pittsburgh, is probably top three, right? Would you say? Uh, we'll see. I don't know if we're top three anymore. Uh, we, we need to see more of them from, you know, as far as run defense. Um... Hayward hasn't played uh, this preseason, I don't think. So we'll see, you know, when the starters get out there, what they look like uh, against the run. But um, certainly having T.J. Watt, in my eyes, is the best outside linebacker in the league. Uh, that's going to be, a, you know, that's they. In, in order for Bucks to have a chance, they got to figure figure out how to stop it. Okay, game seven against Carolina. At Carolina, we both gave them a W. I like Baker Mayfield, but not that much. I think that the Bucks are going to win this one. Even though Carolina does have a decent defense, right? Yeah, I mean, their defense is okay. It's pretty good. Um, they got talent. Carolina has talent. They're a team to me that underperformed last year. Uh, but I agree with you. I think the Bucks uh, are going to go on the road and win. I do like Baker. Um, but he's still new to the system and, you know, starting to learn things. Um, it is week seven, so he may have things going, but I think the Bucks overall is a better team. And Tom will figure out how to pull out a win. Okay, short week, week eight, October 27th, the Thursday game. Uh, Baltimore comes into town. You gave him an L. I gave him a W. So you think Baltimore can beat the Bucks? I think so. And that might be a little bit too... Um, but I think they're between their own line, their running game, um, 
you know, and a, a much improved defense. Uh, I think it's going to wear, it, it being a short week too, it's going to wear on, on, uh, on Tampa and, and they're going to take a loss. Yeah, I just think this is going to be too much of a high-scoring game. I think Lamar, Lamar is going to have to basically compete. Even though I think there was a game last year where they won by scoring a lot of points in the second half. But I think that if Brady and the Bucks get ahead and Lamar has to play catch-up, it's not good for Baltimore. Baltimore plays its best game when they're ahead and they run the ball to you. But when they have to play catch-up, it's not good for Baltimore. This is Sunday, November 6th, Week 9. Los Angeles Rams come into actually come into town you gave them a loss i gave them a loss are the rams too much isn't this a it's this isn't this a revenge game uh yeah it is i think so um but you know i think the rams are a, a better team i think stafford is a better quarterback at this stage of his career you think stafford is better than brady arm talent yeah this you know decision making no Mentally, maybe not, but arm talent, yeah. Absolutely. So just the arm talent, he win just based on that. I, I think if you have arm talent and uh, you have probably one of the best receiver in the league, um, I don't know if they'll end up getting Odell Beckham signed. Um, well, they're saying Odell might go to the Bears. And we'll see where he ends up. But remind me who won the Super Bowl and remind me who the beat the Bucks last year. Um, it's the Rams, so. It was very close, though. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, maybe it's a toss-up uh, game. But I, 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 I just gave them a loss here. Yeah, I give them a loss too. But I think this is gonna be a very, very close game. But I think, like I mentioned earlier, this is a revenge game, and I think that they're gonna circle this on the calendar. Uh, the Bucks are they're gonna want revenge, but some, they're gonna fall short. They, they need to circle week one. That's all they need to focus on. That unit to gel uh, the offensive line and focus on week one, not week nine. But through nine weeks, uh, just to sum where we're at right now. So I have them three and six. I mentioned that I think they're getting off to a slow start. Three and six is pretty slow. Three and six is the outside looking in right now. You have them seven and two, I believe. Um, yeah, I have them seven and two. Two losses by week nine. I think that. You don't think that this is a playoff team, right? By week nine, you think that three? Because if your record is three and six by week nine, who's your comp your competition in that division? Well, we haven't really had many division games at this point, right? So they have the Saints and Carolina once uh, at this point. I have them going one and one. So I do think the first half. Well, we have the Saints, Atlanta, and Carolina. You have them. Okay. Atlanta. So I have them two and one. I do think the first half of their schedule is extremely tough. And with the issues, like I mentioned, uh, with the newness of their offensive line, it's going to take a little bit for them to get going. Uh, now, if they come out and they're seven and two, like you have them, there's no stopping them. The, the, you know, this back half of their schedule, I don't, I don't think. Uh, even though it's, it's tough looking at it now, I just think it's going to take a little bit for them to get going. And they're going to need, they're going to find themselves on the outside looking in. And they're going to have to, like, get it together. Todd Balls will get, get them working. Um, they'll pull out a streak of wins uh, to get into the playoffs. 
I think the division is weak enough that if they happen to go three and six, they can still recover. Because that division, I mean, do you really trust Atlanta? Do you really trust Carolina? The Saints are the only team that might give them, you know, a run for their money. But again, I don't know what the Saints record will be after nine weeks. So I, I think that they're still top of that division and I think like even if they go three and six they can still win that division even if they go seven and two you know you're talking about home playoffs throughout so it just depends I know that they're gonna who's their competition overall in the NFC you got the Rams and who else Green Bay NFC is a is a little bit weaker yeah um, it's a little bit weaker i don't know if i you know, they play the 49ers we'll talk about them in a sec i don't know if i trust the 49ers you know um do you do you trust anybody in the nfc east philly i love philly i think philly could be a team that sneaks in and yeah. they don't play philly at all this no. year so even though the nfc is a little bit weaker i think that they can still i mean i think that they can still take control even though they have a bunch of AFC opponents in the first half of the season right they have Kansas City they have Baltimore they have the Pittsburgh so they have those AFC and we both you think that what they're gonna go they're gonna be they're gonna lose all three games I think that they're gonna go two and one so yeah it's gonna be interesting this first nine weeks uh week number 10 november 13th at seattle w and w do we even need to talk about seattle you think that they're tanking right yeah i think they're tanking for a quarterback next year i just think that they're they're not a good team i think the Pete carroll era might be over i don't i don't think he makes it to next year i don't think it's been all his fault i mean the writing was on the wall i think that's why russell wanted to leave you see all the departures that they had you know they're a team that's in rebuild mode right now and if you weren't you wouldn't be trotting you know smith out there as your number one i don't think so yeah they're, they're rebuilding for next year they got a long way to go they drafted a couple of decent players uh guys i like but they're you know it's going to take a lot more, for sure. So, through the bye week, you have them winning four games. So, they, they're going four and six. And I have them winning seven games, right? So, they go seven and two. So, this bye week, it's going to be flip of the coin, right? It's going to be they either they need to shape up and start winning or they're just cruising along. Week 12, November 27, Sunday, at Cleveland. We both gave him a W. Will the uh, defendant Watson be on, on back by this game? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember when he's back. I want to say it's like 13 or 14 or something like that. So I think, I think he is back because they, week 12, week 11, Cleveland plays Houston. And that's what I think when his... Okay. So he might be there... That doesn't change my Yeah, because they hasn't played in two years. Hasn't played in two years. <laughs> and from what I'm reading, they basically took access to the clubhouse. They're like, if you're suspended, yeah, you 
can't. You can't even st- step a foot in here. He might not even, honestly, let's be realistic. The only way he's probably playing is if they are so bad that they're just like, whatever, let's do something. Some, some reps. Time. So by week 12. If they're 12, good, if Cleveland's good, yeah. why, why would you bring in a quarterback who hasn't played in two years? So you think that by week 12, Cleveland has a horrible record. They're looking at the draft and they're they're saying, let's just save Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Why would I bring in Deshaun? He's not going to be better. I don't care if you have Tom Brady there. He's not going to be better missing two years of football, learning a whole new system, not getting any action really in preseason. He's not going to be better than Jacoby Brissett. It's just not going to happen. I think that if they're out, they have a horrible record. They're looking at the draft. I think that you trot him out just to see what he's got, why he's got in the tank. And if your offensive line is terrible, then you go like, all right, Watson, just don't play. Don't play. Because I, I feel like he has to gel with whoever receivers they have, right? Yeah. I think the situation has to be right. Like, they have to have, like, the legitimate contention. And they have to be in a position where they can slowly integrate him back into the offense. Because there's no way you're throwing him out there to start right away against Houston. It's a, it's going to be a three, four, four-week process before he's actually going to be able to start for them, I think. And again, unless they're winning and have a winning record and fighting for a playoff spot, why do that? I don't know. I think that they're damn if they do, they're damn if they don't. Because, you know, the the Browns, they're going to they pay all this money for Watson. To just have him sit there and do it's nothing? It's a long-term investment. I think the owner said it best when he did this press conference. They, when they went after him, they weren't thinking of just this year. It's long-term, next year, year after that, year after that. And when you look at it that way, yeah, that makes that makes sense. So he's not going to play for three years then? I don't think he's going to play meaningful football for three years. I don't know. I, I think, well, we both give him a W because that Cleveland Brown team is, is going to be a messy it's going to be a mess. Week 13, December 5th, some Monday night game. New Orleans comes into town. We both give them a W. You have them split. I have them sweeping New Orleans. Any reason why? It's just a home game? or Yeah, home game. Again, New Orleans plays them tough. Um, I don't think they get swept again this year. Um, and with them being, what I say, uh, four and six, um, four and six seven now or whatever their record is at this point it, they're in like must-win territory here so I think they're I think they're actually five and six at this point so they're in must-win for the rest of the year Sunday December 11th at San Francisco we both gave them uh, wins uh, San Francisco just announced that they're gonna go with Trey Lance permanently what do you think about that decision well I mean that they made that decision a while ago trying to trade Garoppolo so it's nothing new how he plays I don't know I don't know if I trust Trey Lance yet now he's been better now that he's had you know a full off season and you know he's he got that under his belly he looks much better so far in preseason but we'll see I you know 
I don't know if I trust San Francisco, their offense, you know, especially against the Bucks, you know, Bucks defense with them being such a good run defending team. You take away that whole side of the ball, side of the equation, and you just rely on Trey Lance to beat you. I'm not there yet, trusting him to be able to do that. Yeah, give him a W. I think that Trey is still not ready. I think they're rushing him because they don't want to play Garofalo anymore. I think Garofalo might actually get the win for them if he was the starting quarterback, but I mean, I like Debo Samuels. I like the Kittles. I think they have weapons, but not with Trey Lance at the quarterback, so I give him a W. Week 15, Sunday, December 18th, Cincinnati comes into town. You gave him a W. I gave him a loss. You think that they can beat Cincinnati? Yeah, I think they're, um, they're a better team than Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati made it all the way to Super Bowl. I think people focus uh, on just that and not the, that they were 10-7 and 7 last year. Um, and they were a very inconsistent team last year. Um, people are just focusing on like the end result of them being there. I think Cincinnati's a good team, don't get me wrong. They're not a great team my eyes just yet. Um, Burrow's good. I love Burrow. Obviously, I love Jamar Chase. I love Higgins. I love their running back. Um, you know, and the defense is, is better, but you know, I, I'm not crowning Cincinnati just yet. I don't even think they win you know, the AFC North, so I'm giving the Bucks a win here. Yeah, I, I like Cincinnati. I think they revamped the offensive line. I think that this is going to be a high-scoring game. By week 15, we should know if the Bucks have the injury plague again or not. Uh, but I think Cincinnati will pull this one out, so I gave them a loss. The next game, Sunday, December 25th, with week 16 at Arizona. You gave them a loss. I gave them a W. You think that Arizona is a better team? Uh, yeah. Arizona's a good team. I had left them off, so they were 11-6 last year. You know how I feel about Kyler Murray. I don't, I don't necessarily trust Kyler Murray. There's a lot of things that he can do uh, with his legs outside the pocket, um, that sort of stuff. But um, I think this is going to be a toss-up game, a very close game. But, you know, I think um, with it being on the road, I think you know Arizona's going to pull it off. Arizona, who do they add? I'm trying to think of some of the players they added to their roster this year. They, they're pretty stacked offensively. Marquise Brown was who they got at receiver, so uh, they had A.J. Green, Hopkins, uh, James Conner in the backfield. Darren Williams is going to be a, a solid backup. It's all going to you know, fall on Kyler Murray for sure, but I, th I think, you know, Arizona's going to have a pretty, pretty decent team. I think that this being week 16, uh, this being a December game, Kyler Murray doesn't make it that far. I think that by this time, he's got some kind of injury. Something is plaguing him. And I think the backup is playing, and this is going to be easy pickings for the Bucs. Kyler Murray, with all his running, he's still... You know, every season, something is wrong with him. He's one hit away from, like, missing two or three games. I just 
I know he's a great player, but he's just not built for the hits. I think that's that's my only problem with Kyler Murray. I think that you know, fine, he's he likes to run with the ball. That's fine, but he's just not built for the NFL hits. Uh, so I gave the Bucks a W. January first, week seventeen, Carolina comes into town. You gave him a win. I gave him a win. Uh, you don't think Carolina figured it out by then? No. You don't think Matt Rule figured out what the Bucks' game plan is? No. No. And I think so. I mean, I, let me say that. I think Carolina will be better. Um, I don't think they're good enough to beat the Bucks. This is the last game. Week 18, Sunday, January 8th. At Atlanta, we both gave him a W. Same with me. So Atlanta, same thing as Carolina. They just haven't figured it out yet. This is going to be Arthur Smith's second season as a head coach. Uh, yeah. Um, no. I don't think Atlanta is going to... I don't know what to expect from them, to be honest with you. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs. Um, defense is going to not be good at all their offense are a bunch of young, young guys so not good enough to be uh, Tampa okay so overall you gave the Bucks 11 and 6 record 10 and 7 10 and 7 so you actually downgraded them 10 and 7 I gave them a uh, 14 and 7 but I'm actually 14 going and 14 and 3 sorry but I'm actually gonna I'm gonna do the split with the New Orleans Saints and give them a loss so they're gonna go down to 13 and 4 I think there's that's the same record they had last year I don't know if that's good enough for them to uh, have home field advantage so 13 wins 10 and 7 do you think that that's a wild card or you think that's yeah. still the division win um, good question I think they could still probably win the division but again I'm gonna go through back through the roster grades. We agreed on just about everything. What we really talk about is like the changes from last year for my team. So down, not just offensive line. I dropped them. I dropped them with tight end. I dropped them with running back this year compared to last year. Uh, and then return, I dropped them as well. Those are, you know, those are a lot of positions to to for your grade to go down. I don't think it's going to be as easy for them this year. Again, with the whole new offensive line, it's good that you have Tom Brady, and yeah, I, I, I understand. You know, he's the goat or whatever. But you know, this is the NFL. These teams are, uh, you know, paid to win games too. So I would be shocked if they are able to get back to match 13 wins like they did last year. I would be shocked with this schedule, especially. The schedule is definitely tougher, but I mean, that division, they ruled that division. I actually, all, if you look at my, the ones that I, the losses that I gave them, I, the only, they're going to lose all the games except for Pittsburgh, all the AFC games. And then they're going to lose one game against the Rams. I think that everyone else, you know, all the other NFC games, they just don't, I don't see it as, them give them a hard time i don't except for new orleans i don't see the nfc games really giving the bucks a hassle uh the nfc games yes i think that those games are going to be really tough for them 
But this NFC games, their offense, none of the offensive players really wow me. That's why I just, I just give them a better record. I think they're gonna go 13 and four. Not do that well against the AFC, but everyone else, they're gonna dominate. Yeah, um, 13 wins is a lot for any team. Um, trying to pull up the standings for last year. Uh, see how many teams had 13 wins. I mean, you're probably talking. Are they the only ones from last year? Packers. Packers had 13 wins. That's a lot. Rams won the Super Bowl. They had 12 wins. They played well the whole season. Cowboys had 12 wins. Switch over to American League, or American Conference, excuse me. You got the Bills at 11-6, Chiefs at 12-5, Bengals won the AFC North again. They were at 10-7. Titans won 12 games. It's not easy to win 13 games is what I'm you know, getting to. But I think they can do it in the AFC. In AFC, yes, you cannot win 13 games. It's not very hard. But the NFC, there's nobody really that I would say, yes, they're, you know, ahead above the Bucks, maybe the Rams. But what other team do you think it's head and shoulders above the Bucks? Head and shoulders, no. But catching up and maybe equal to uh, or surpassing a little bit. Dallas is going to give them a, a... Dallas almost beat them last year. It was a shootout. They almost won last year. The Eagles are going to be... That That roster on the Eagles is, is impressive. It's all going to fall in Jalen Hurts. You know, they're an impressive team. Cardinals won 11 games. And you, both you and I don't really like Kyler Murray. They still won 11 games uh, last year. 49ers won 10 with Garoppolo. We'll see what Trey Lance does. Packers won 13. Uh, heck, Saints won 9, missing Jameis for an uh, extended period of time. So, I, I guess what I'm getting at is it's it's the NFL. You know, nothing's easy. Nothing's, uh, nothing's easy, easy, but you have the GOAT leading you. And I'm not a, you know, I'm not, I'm going to say that I'm not a huge Brady fan after he left, he left the Patriots, but he's still the GOAT. And he still finds if he's having a bad first half, you know he's coming back with a vengeance in the second half. If he's having a great game, he's unbeatable. So I listen, as long as you have the 45-year-old on your team who is the greatest of all of all time, I think you're gonna win game. Well, I think you need to have some players around him, and they do for the most part, especially on defense. But for as far as that O line. That's going to be a problem. Okay, so let's quickly dive into the question. So the question that we both agree on is the Bucks will make the playoffs. I think that they're going to have home field advantage. You think that they're just going to be a wildcard team? Basically. Okay. And who's the MVP? Uh, of the team? Yeah. It needs to be Brady. Brady is going to have another stellar year i predict and he's definitely going to be the mvp will they win the division i think this is um i think they'll win the division you know even at 10 and 7 like you said and even with them splitting the saints they still they i still think they own the division yeah i think they're gonna win the division even if they have 
a three and six record or a seven and two record, seven and two uh, first half, they're still gonna dominate that division. Atlanta, Carolina, they don't scare me at all. Even if they split with the Saints, you think the Saints are a walk hard team? I think the. I mean, again, I got to see what happens with Kamara's situation, but I think the Saints can get to uh, close to 10 wins. They won nine last year. They should be like at 10 wins, I would imagine. So if the Bucks don't have a good season, everything goes to shit, injuries aside, who, who takes the blame? It's the offensive line. And, I mean, part of it is injuries. You can't really blame anyone. Specifically for that, but it's it's going to be all on the offensive line uh, for sure. Uh, just having a completely new unit um, there, you know, that's that's going to be the reason for, for season one. Sure if it does. I think it's going to be uh, Byron Leftwich because we already know that they have a decimated offensive line. So you're coming into the season knowing this, your offensive line is shit. So what? They're new. We don't know that. Let's see if the first game and see if they get dominated. But if you don't have a game plan for your offensive line, because basically it's going to be, they can't stay on the blocks. That's when it comes down to, right? So, yeah, I think that if they don't figure it out by week six, week seven, that the offensive line is not very good. I think that's going to fall on Byron Leftwich. Because I, I think that, you can't put it on Brady if he's on the floor. Yeah, uh, but it's not going to be left. I think it's going to be Todd Bowles. You know, he's the, you know, the head coach, and you know, everyone's looking at it like he's handed this perfect situation with a Super Bowl caliber team, which he is. If he doesn't have success and get to the playoffs, maybe even get deep to the playoffs. People are going to start to question, well, is Bowles any good again? And they're going to say, okay, it's all Bruce Arians, uh, which I don't think it was. I think Bruce Arians is a good coach, don't get me wrong. Uh, but what made Bruce a, a good coach is relying on, on other people like Leftwich and Bowles. But I think Bowles is going to take a lot of heat if they don't get them into the playoffs. Do you think this is uh, Brady's last year? Yes, I think so. So basically, if they don't win at all, you think that he's going to retire permanently. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is the last year of his, he signed a two year contract, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Because I think he signed two years yeah, when he won the Super so. Bowl and then he did another, another two. two years, yeah. So yeah, I think that he has one year left. I think that if they don't win it all, he might come back. Yes, again. Because I think that if he has a good year, like I predict, and he's throwing touchdown, he has Julio Jones, and he has all these good receivers, why not? Why not? You I mean, you're getting breaks, you get into personal time whenever you want. So why not come back? Yeah. 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 I, I... He already said he wants to play till 50, so why not? Uh, he's pretty sure that's what Bill Belichick thought <laughs> no he's not he's not gonna play no 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 let him show up week one 
take a shot to the rim and see if he wants to play till 50. I, I don't know what's in Tom Brady's head. I, I do know, though, that, yeah, he's, he's a good quarterback still. But his, you know, in terms of his overall talent, it's declining. You can't say it's not. You know, I don't care what stats you look at. Just his inability to move around the pocket, the way he plays with pressure. You know, there's, there's Mahomes, Josh Allen. There's, there's quarterbacks who have passed him. And Moore will continue to do so as he gets older. I don't know if he's someone that wants to go out not playing his best football, uh, just being average. Uh, I'm not saying he's average right now. I still think he's he's good. But yeah, uh, but the two people that you mentioned they didn't win the MVP. Yeah, but you still compete. and they didn't win the Super Bowl. Those, you're still competing with those young, young guys, right? You still got staff. I mean, got you're being Rod. compared, but you're not competing with them. I think that you're talking about he doesn't have the athletic ability anymore, right? Well, he never did, really. But he's still a good game manager. He still find the open open receiver. I think that he still has the skills. But I don't getting, know. He's not getting younger, I guess. No, no, well, no one's getting younger. <laughs> it's like. He's fighting so against time, right? Young. He's Josh got it. Allen, yes, he's fighting, but they don't have seven Super Bowl rings. Yeah, yeah. The MVP last year was Aaron Rodgers. So, as long another as, as long, another old guy. So yeah. as long as he as he keeps winning, and that's really all that matters. Mahomes, Josh Allen, they can break records, but as long as they got the Super Bowl rings, hey, have at it. Yeah. He might, like you say, he might get a divorce, but he'll come back. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add to this uh, Tampa Bay Bucks review? Um, well, so you and I are vastly different. Again, just to summarize, you have them 13 and 4, I think. 13 and 4, right. I have them 10 and 7. So big difference in opinion as far as uh, how they're going to be this year. I think they're, they peaked two years ago. Uh, with Brady, now they're on a gradual decline, and this, you know, this year I think if they finish ten and seven. They're at they're at the end of the road basically. And they're going to be looking at finding a new quarterback uh, for next year. Yeah, so I think that to me, they can go thirteen and four, but if they don't win the Super Bowl, it's another failed year for them. Not for us because I think that thirteen and four is a really good record, but if they don't win the Super Bowls, they're not nobody's gonna talk about them as being Super Bowl contenders anymore. Next week we're going to review the Pittsburgh Steelers and I think by then you might have them winning the Super Bowl by then. Let's not go crazy. Alright? So I'll give you a preview. Say I have them making the playoffs. I'll say that. Do you have them winning the division? I think it'll be close. I think they'll be right up there. Ten and seven won last year. I don't know if that'll do it this year, um, but I'll say they'll be close. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about the rosters and the predictions and how excited Ron is about this team. And hopefully by then we'll actually have a working video. So who knows? So join us next week. 
with that said, I say peace. guys thanks again for listening and supporting us you can find us at the sim podcast on instagram and twitter or you can email us at shutym podcast at gmail.com